like somebody like subtweeting that and it's like these liberals will do anything to destroy Reagan's legacy <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, some, some highlights from the front page of the hard times. Mm-hmm. Post prom less aggressive and more experimental than prom. <laughs> Spotify employee gets raise of 0.00437 cents. <laughs> <laughs> Too real. Yeah, that's all it knows. <laughs> Historians discover first house show still hasn't started. <laughs> Purchase deemed pretty sick by Guitar Center employee. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's why one of my favorite Hard Times article was like the doom metal band just four stoners who knew the same drummer <laughs> or something like that. Uh, Shrek reveals he was high on LSD the night he wrote Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you see that monkey that ripped that guy's arms off? Jason, bring that video up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that being said, I'm Randall Beatrice here with Austin Blakesley and Chris Anantuano. I'm sick. Uh, (laughs) And today on Hot Button, we're going to talk about a pretty major reversal. Uh, One you definitely may have heard of. This one in the realm of... Not the Uno card. (laughs) This one in the realm of game mods. More specifically, when one of the largest video game distributors attempted to monetize the scene in hopes that there would finally, after all these years, be a nice mutual revenue split between the service and all those hardworking fans and artists extending the life of all your favorite titles. Not Valve. <laughs> unfortunately, I <steal> my jokes. <laughs> unfortunately uh, this also directly affected the community, uh, dedicated community, I might add, of what is considered to be one of the most modded games of all time, the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Austin, why don't you fill us in on what Valve's most comedically short-lived feature ever was? Uh, there needs to be research to back that up, because they've had a lot of comedically short-lived features. <laughs> or maybe. <laughs> I don't know this if that's one, accurate. But... Yeah, this was, alright, maybe all right. one of them, but this was so, a pretty quick I'm going to dive a little bit into modding, because in case people out there don't know exactly how modding works, uh, I think... In researching this, I think I want to do an episode in the future on modding itself because there's a lot of cool history there. Yeah. But for a for a little short history. Back here, to the first guy who modded Pong and gave gave it two no, paddles. The first the first <laughs> That's just straight up cheating. I think the the first recognized mod is like is called Return to Castle Smurfenstein. <laughs> and it's just Return to Castle Wolfenstein where you shoot Smurfs. Okay, I was going to say, like, Doom or Quake was definitely one of the first nope, things that came to the mind. The original Wolfenstein. Okay. Wasn't Chex Quest Wolfenstein, but with. You're telling me every yeah. face, every texture is Tim Allen's face, and every sound is. <laughs> oh, wasn't the first mod ever? Um, <laughs> no, that we, we just peaked. Sorry, though. Yeah, just <laughs> I mean, you could, that could be any game, really. You could fill yeah. in the blank. Uh, video game mods have been around for almost as long as video games and computers. And when you say the word mod, for those that don't know, there's modification? actually... Modification? Modification. In terms of video games, there's a number of subcategories that I'm going to get into a little bit. Yeah. Number, mod type number one is called a total conversion mod, in which somebody completely changes the assets and most of the gameplay, 
resulting in the game becoming a completely different genre, a completely different game. Yeah, you're like and examples of thing. this are all of the biggest games in the world. Counter-Strike, Daisy Battle Royale, Gary's Mod, the original Dota, Team Fortress. Left 4 Dead, PUBG. Nope, Left 4 Dead was not. Yeah, Wait, really? Left 4 Dead was just straight up made by yeah. them, right? Left 4 Dead and Portal were not mods. They started out as student. Right. Well, no, regular uh, no. Drop, was that the Portal one? I forget. The Portal one was a student project, yeah. and the uh, Left 4 Dead was just a proof of concept. Okay. But, yeah, most of Valve's catalog is all mods. Yeah. Then you have overhaul mods. We could save even more money if we didn't even make our games. Yeah. <laughs> you have overhaul mm. mods, which Beginning are similar, where it's mostly new assets and new gameplay systems. But this is to improve on the original. When people take old games that are barely playable anymore because of how bad they look, like the new System Shock remake or whatever, and right, they, yeah. they, re they essentially take the engine and rebuild it from the ground up with the same engine. Things like, uh, the best example of this I can think of is Black Mesa. Yeah. Which was yeah. like an updated remake of Half-Life 1. That thing was cool. And yeah. another example just of like a fan But that's just Half-Life 1 like in... Yeah, source right or whatever. No, it no, they no. Have, yeah. they have Half Life One source, and then somebody modded Half Life One source and replaced all the assets. Uh, Wait, was that a HD. fan project too that turned into an official product? Yes. Yeah, like because it's for sale, like you can actually buy yes. it. Yes, yeah. I believe Valve just allowed them to put it up for sale only yeah. on Steam. Of course. Because um, then Valve just gets fair. a cut of it anyway. Would yeah. this also include the Ice Enhancer, like the GTA stuff, where they no, no, mm -mm. I'll get to that. Okay. Does this include well, like people of. remaking Morrowind and Skyrim's yes. engine? That yeah. would be an overhaul. Um, basically, it, it's the same game, but it looks like it was made modern. Yeah. Okay. And the gameplay systems and UI might be updated to be more modern. Mm. Somebody um, should make the ET game in Unreal. <laughs> Somebody, did you see that thing? Somebody recently remade Rogue Squadron One entirely in Unreal Four. Holy shit! Really, dude? The N sixty four Pod Race game yeah. remastered. They I did paid that. seventy dollars for that. Nah, really. Somebody did that in Unreal Two. Oh, can you yeah, still use two N sixty four controllers with the two joysticks? <laughs> I'm sure you can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Type number three is an add on, yeah. which is. That's Most like your mods, classic mod. That's a classic mod. Yeah. That's like we added a new skin to this gun, or we added a new gun, or we added a new NPC. Or we added boobs to all the dinosaurs. Yeah, add-on is essentially... <laughs> I don't know if that's thing for a game, but I'm sure Or you turn, the no you, you turn the dragons in some game into Macho Man Randy Savage, you know? Yeah. Or Thomas the Tank Engine. Make, Thomas the, 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 the crab swear. Yep. Yeah. That Iron Man suit. Oh, a crab with a monocle. <laughs> This is too yeah. far. Um, oh, and fucking uh, Rock Band. Duh. Yes. Literally dozens and thousands of songs getting endlessly added for free every day. It's yeah. amazing. Illegally. Yo, you ever you played are. Dragon Force on Rock Shit? That's, oh, that's going to be it for today. No, <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, that's most mods. I don't, can't provide examples of that because there's billions of yeah, them. But, yeah. like, somebody game. made it so you can play Iron Man in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that's an I said that, one. that, one's, that one's great. Yeah. Type number four is an unofficial patch. This is where I would put the Ice Enhancer. Okay. So it's basically like somebody feels like they can... Do better. There's something in the game that's not working properly, and they can get it to work. I mean, nothing uh, but was the broken with that. Yeah, but I guess. I, I that might be mean. a little bit of an overhaul and a patch at the same time, but like yeah. they didn't add any assets for Ice Enhancer. That's right. all just lighting and stuff like yeah. that, but... 
Yeah, there's a lot of these. I was like, because I've been hooked on that Stellaris game until yeah. recently, and a lot of stuff I looked up online. I'm playing it on console. It's a lot of the forms are on PC, and dude's always like, "Oh, you can just fix this bug if you download this mod." It's yeah. like totally rehauls this. I think I did that for that. Payday before when they weren't updating it. I think uh, Necropolis. If you're familiar with that game. I remember Dom talking about how he was trying to play it and he was having issues and he emailed the devs and they emailed him back like, we don't even work on this anymore, so if it doesn't work, I'm sorry. Jeez. <laughs> so like, he was looking yeah. for unofficial patches and um, shit like that. The best examples of this I can find is DS Fix, if you remember that. That was when Dark Souls 1 first came out on PC. Yeah. Everybody's all about it, but the... From software never made a PC game before, so it only ran at 720p and had a 30 frame. Yeah, and wasn't the the gameplay cap. was like yeah yeah the frame rate was like and the gameplay were kind of unified on that, so they couldn't. Yeah, so somebody made a fix for that, a patch that you could install. Um, and then sometimes unofficial patches don't fix the game; they unlock content that's hidden in oh, the game. Oh yeah, so, just like hot coffee. It's also them hot pixel fucking. Yeah, so check out episode all, two of Hot Button stuff, for man. more information on Remember the, this kind of Remember those days? We're so young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good old days. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then other forms include parody mods, things like that Bubsy thing where he goes to Applebee's <laughs> or like the Counter-Strike mod where you spray-painted anti-violence messages on the walls instead of shooting each other. That's pretty, that's pretty um, good. Supported continuation mods, like people who are still updating Keeping rosters for NFL 2K5 because oh they like it better than Madden. Um, <laughs> and then UI mods. There's a lot of those for the game we're talking about today, Skyrim. Oh, that was the one I was talking about with that's Payday. That's Payday. Man, so. Yeah, it's like yeah. the developers like, we're going to make this UI simple and clean, and they're yeah. like, there's not enough information. Yeah, like we can't tell like how long things are taking and how to play this like game. Like if modding wouldn't get you banned, there'd be a billion of these for Destiny. I can tell you that much. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Because they don't tell you any numbers. Which category all. does Project M fall into of these? Project M would be a... Is that the first one? Total conversion, probably. Total yeah. conversion? Yeah, or overhaul. Because it's kind yeah, of maybe like... Yeah, an overhaul. I guess, I mean, it's I the same it, game. There's ones overhaul. that fit. It's like just an, Melee Plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys have any history with modding? Dude. I do my, I lap barely my do. laptop works half of the time. I don't even uh, know what I do. No, so it. I absolutely do. I just not in not that much in relative to the the thing that we're going to be getting into today. I've never modded Elder Scrolls. No. No, I never modded Elder Scrolls. Uh, Does music rhythm console games commands count? <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah. Unlock all achievements. <laughs> yeah. Mostly, I mean GTA style games. I mean Rock Band. Well, yeah, all the music rhythm stuff. I just keep adding. I haven't you hear that R I A A. I've yeah. installed mods. Do you, is that what you mean, or you mean yeah. like? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Minecraft, dude. Back in yeah, sure. Back on Minecraft, like Minecraft you, mods. You yeah. can have so much cool shit. There were so many good mods in that game that would just like change the game totally. Yeah. Like, I remember there's one where you can make these tiny people and they're like armies and like fight them against each other. That's a pretty cool yeah. one. I mean, I'm sure I've, I mean, I've, everybody has probably spent some time dicking around and like Gary's mod and stuff I mean, like my, that. I oh, yeah. my experience with mods is twofold. Number one is, like I said, patches. I did play Dark through like half of Dark Souls 1 before I gave up on PC. Yeah. yeah. And I did have to download that mod to make it work on my computer. Right. Also. Back in the day, when I got Counter-Strike, I used to just go download every single mod of Counter-Strike I could. There was one where you get to play as Dragon Ball Z yeah. characters. I think I, I did some Counter-Strike Counter -Strike modding as well. Yeah. I, I downloaded the uh, GoldenEye one where they modded all source the GoldenEye... Uh, GoldenEye Source. Yeah, yeah they yeah. modded all the GoldenEye yep, weapons into... Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we did Project M as well. 
Project M. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Project M. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I think. Did we? Rocksmith. We, uh, but yeah. also, I yeah, remember yeah, yeah. my buddy. We modded uh, a PSP mm. to play a bunch of weird shit. I remember that. I helped mm-hmm. him out with that. I helped a friend mod the original Xbox. Nice. So that yeah, he could play we, games on it. But I didn't. Uh, I didn't write the mod. I just downloaded yeah, yeah. it and just like figured it out. I think yeah. I like. Jailbreak a DS or something at one point. Jailbreak an iPhone. Turn it to an Android. Nah, yeah. I've installed mods for pretty much every game that you could have them for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, just to fuck around. Especially Skyrim. Yeah, so... Skyrim, as far as I can tell, now there's there's some debate online. I found a lot of forums. People way too angrily yelling at each other about this. Skyrim is probably the most modded game of all time, if not one of the, the the other contenders yeah. in these forum arguments were always Doom, oh Doom, yeah. and Minecraft. Yeah. Minecraft. Um, but I mean, would you consider Half Life? But like, maybe that's people. Half Life is up there. Yeah. People make their own products though. More the problem. Like, the problem is different. every time Half Life gets modded, it becomes a product, and then that gets modded. Yeah. I think if you took like all the Left 4 Dead mods. All the Half-Life mods, all the Counter-Strike mods, together. all the Team Fortress mods, and put them together, it might be more than Skyrim, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Was Stanley Parable a mod? Yes, that was a uh, source yeah. mod, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pretty sure that Stanley Parable guy was in the Noclip documentary, wasn't Oh, was he really? Yeah. Okay, I watched the Half-Life one. I don't remember. Also, Stanley Parable guy was on Harmontown right when the game came out. Oh, that's so good. I remember it was randomly. It's just an interview, and he's like, you have this game that's about to come out. Like, you let me play a little bit of it. And they talk about it. I'm like, holy shit, because it's from <laughs> years ago. You know what I mean? It's like, right. So for those that don't know, here's some examples of games that came from mods that you might know. Chivalry Medieval Warfare oh, was, yeah. a, was a Half-Life 2 that. mod. Right. Day of Defeat, obviously, of course, was a Half-Life yeah. mod. Right now that's that its too. own product. DayZ was mm-hmm. an Arma 2 mod. Now its own product. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. I mentioned DayZ Battle Royale. That was yeah. a mod that became PUBG. Uh, Dear Esther was a mod of Half-Life 2. Dota was a mod of Warcraft 3, obviously. Gary's mod was a mod of Half-Life 2. Insurgency was a mod of Half-Life 2. It's crazy to think that. how huge a lot of these games are that uh, a lot of people playing may not yeah. even know. That that's Killing Floor like was a Dota. Unreal. That one's yeah. wild, too. Like, yeah. I don't know. Dota's probably just as big as PUBG. But. Yeah. <laughs> if not more, I would say. <laughs> yeah. uh, if, you, if you consider the fact that League and Dota 2 and Heroes of the Storm and Smite and all that all came from Dota yeah. as a mod, yeah. like there's no evidence of a game like that before that mod. That is probably the biggest... Like that's probably bigger than Counter Strike, honestly. Yeah, that's yeah, probably, probably the biggest model. And ice, it was like all Dota Ice was Frog like himself first, or whatever that you're guy's saying name Dota is. Dota was the first MOBA kind of. I think so. Nice. I'm so pretty sure. So if that's the case, then holy shit! That's, yeah, that's like responsible for a generation of yeah. games. Yeah. Well, it's it's weird to think like you know when you brought up Gary's mod, like that there's still communities out there that are so dedicated oh, to yeah. still mm-hmm. like. Playing their little networks. Of, yeah, um, we were talking about Gary's mod roleplay servers. Yeah, we got like if we do an episode of mods, you gotta talk about some <laughs> yeah. Gary's mod roleplay. Oh, those are hilarious. <laughs> Let's see some more. Killing Floor was a mod of Unreal Tournament 2004. Yeah, the first Red Orchestra was an Unreal Tournament 2004 yeah, mod. Um, Team Fortress was a Quake mod. Believe what? it or not, not a Half Life mod. Oh, okay. And yeah, there's some more on here. Probably not as popular, but. But we've There's all, we've all sounds like we've tooled around a little bit. If you haven't modded yourself, you, you have played a game that was that based is affected, off a mod. Yeah, by a mod. Have you heard about uh, auto chess? 
Dota Auto Chess. Or yeah, whatever? yeah. Now that's, it's becoming that's its own. official now. Really? Okay. Yep. But do you know, know what that is? So there's somebody made a mod to Dota 2, which is based off a mod called Auto Chess, and what it basically is is like you buy units from Dota and put them on a chessboard, and then they auto fight it out every round. And then you like earn points, and the person who wins the most rounds wins. I don't even like doing this kind of brilliant. It sounds cool. It yeah, looks really cool, but mean. yeah, I it like got chess. it got so popular that and that released this year. Yeah, but it got so popular in like the four months it's been out that Valve is talking to the guy and making an official auto chess mode for Dota now. Nice. Yeah. I would like. I'll check that out. That's yeah. cool. You know what that just reminded me of for some reason? You know that website that's just like the random fighters. Oh, Mugen? Is that is what that, it is? Where yeah. you bet, you can bet? Yeah, salt, Salty Bet. Salty, salty Bet. Salty yeah. bet. Yeah, it's Mugen. Oh, I haven't been on there That's forever. Mugen. Yeah, actually, holy shit. That might have been the first thing I ever like played around with mods. Because I, I remember when I... Well, I don't... Is that... What do you call that? I don't know what that is. I don't like, think Mugen's a mod. I guess it's not mod. Well... It's a fan game? I... But the way I just remember downloading file, like character files and stuff like that. Yeah, and trying to... yeah it's a 2D fighting game engine. Okay. Well, never mind, but... I don't think I've played around with a mods with mods a lot other than music rhythm stuff since Project M or GTA because I got I got that Ice Enhancer thing like that was really impressive. Yeah. Have you ever seen that, Chris? What's that? Somebody people they did like a complete graphics overhaul. They did it for GTA Four, and they also recent like uh, well not recently but as of like they they did GTA Five and like and it's amazing because not only did they redo all of the graphics and, and lighting and everything to make it somehow even look more lifelike. And then they also, like, went in and edited all of the advertisements in games to be real ones. Oh, shit. Like, just to add to the immersion level, I huh. guess. So now it's, like, people have put screenshots side by side with, like, and it's really hard to tell the difference. That's like, awesome. it's, it's pretty incredible. If you have the computer that can, uh, that can take it. Well, yeah. Lots of mods. Long history of modding. Like I said... We'll dive more into it. I want to do an episode in the future, but this one's specifically focused on Skyrim. Now, like I said, Skyrim is the most modded, if not one of the most modded games of all time. Uh, Nexus Mods, one of the most popular place to download mods, as of the recording date, has 61,000 mods available for Skyrim alone. Dang. Nice. Well, that's as of the time of that writing. 60... By now, there's probably 5,000 no, more. I, I've looked it up. That's as of today. Oh, that is that yes. is a today. Yeah, you updated the script after the like. <laughs> oh well, yeah. And that's what I thought. That was the joke I was making. I'm oh yeah, I wrote, 61, I wrote the script. I wrote yeah. the script like 60, a week ago, yeah. so it's possible that there's like sixty. By the time this now. goes up, you know, who, go, who knows by then? There's, there's at least sixty-one thousand, sixty thousand nude mods. Yeah, <laughs> and then one thousand regular. Yeah, everything else. And the great thing about Skyrim is that you know some of these mods are somebody put an apple into the game. Like, literally, one of the mods <laughs> I found most recently was somebody modded the Starbucks cup from Game of Thrones uh, into yeah. Skyrim. Like, that's a mod. You have, like, the Thomas the Tank Engine being the dragon mod. And then you have uh, mods like some people are... I mean, we talked about this before off the podcast, but some people are building Oblivion and Morrowind and even the older Elder Scrolls games in the Skyrim engine, and that's a mod. Yeah. People making entire campaigns and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. There's people adding whole, like, campaigns that are longer and more fleshed out than some of the commercially released games that we yeah, play. Like, oh, yeah. I wanted to make this joke. Chris already made this joke, but this story involves two huge companies who have a huge history with modding. Bethesda Nintendo. and Valve. Oh. 
<laughs> if we were to rank the top three companies that we talk about, it would probably be Bethesda, Valve, and Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Bethesda and Valve coming back up. Yeah. Man, no shortage of controversy of these companies. Yeah. No. Bethesda specifically, they just like keep taking it. Like, <laughs> so... The thing about modding is that modding is is a community-driven thing, right? Up until, I'd say, this decade, modding was a thing that people did in the background. Game developers would put mod tools into their game. Yeah. They might even acknowledge some really cool mods. They might even buy some of the people that are making the mods and pay them to make it into a game, like Counter-Strike. But this is always a thing done in the background until April 2010 when Valve added something to Steam called the Steam Workshop. Mm. It was added to Team Fortress 2. Tell me about them new hats. Uh, So this wasn't exactly modding. What this was was, since TF2 was a game with loot boxes, and it's a multiplayer game, you can't necessarily mod stuff into it because it's unfair. Yeah. You can't change the game because it's multiplayer. So the way this worked was users could create new guns, new skins, new hats... Yeah. For the TF2 people, the TF2 characters, and people would basically go on and like vote on them, and then the ones that got voted on would be officially added to the game. I didn't know that's how that worked. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised there wasn't like the Hitler Mountain Dew hat <laughs> like with that kind of setup. <laughs> oh, also for more on this cotton, uh, this content update, please check out Hot Button Episode Ten. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Ten? Yes. Which one's that? The CSGO, the CSGO episode. One. Oh, yeah. Because this is also about the CSGO episode one. Yeah. Yes, the okay. Steam Workshop was also... Well, no, not the Workshop update. That no, was the Marketplace update. No, the, the hat update in yes. Team Fortress. The day Team Fortress died to me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, mods have always been a, a way for people to extend the life of games they love. But they've always been... There's always a, been a barrier to entry with mods. You literally have to dig through the files of the game and replace them with other files yeah. or add files to them. I fucked that, that could, up numerous that times. That could corrupt your save. It could completely break the game, make it not launch. And Valve, good on them for this one. We'll get to them fucking up later, but good on them for this one. <laughs> they wanted to make modding more of a, a more, more accessible. accessible. Yeah. yeah. So they added the Steam Workshop support to a bunch of non-Valve games. This was in early 2012. One of the first and most popular games that added mods was Skyrim. Damn, it was that soon? That's like a year after the game came yeah, out. That's yeah, it was like cool. right after. Yeah. And the thing was, Nexus mods already had tons of mods on it. People started moving them over to Steam Workshop. And now instead of like downloading a zip file that had a readme with a bunch of things in it and be like drop this here don't do this or your save will get corrupt (laughs) now you just literally go on steam and there's like a marketplace of free mods you click one it installs it to your game and then you can check it and then when the game launches it'll play with that mod i mean this is very appealing to those like less technical savvy yeah yeah. and as of the date of the writing of this script there are twenty-eight thousand mods available for skyrim on the steam workshop so half the ones that are available. Okay. And Skyrim's not the only thing that Steam Workshop works for. There's plenty of games out there. Have you guys used Steam Workshop on anything? Or I have. I played that game. Oh, shit. What's that game called? The deck building one. Artifact? No. Deck <laughs> building? Like, contractor simulator? <laughs> no. <laughs> Rocket League? Now I gotta look it up. 
Slay the Spire. Oh, right. Okay. That's what it's called. So, yeah, well, I downloaded you played a bunch. a lot of that game, and you could remember what it was called. I, play, I played a bunch of Slay the Spire, and there were, like, mods, and there were people who were like, you, the, you will add a thing that tells you how many cards are in your hand and okay. how many cards are left in your deck and what's oh, in your discard deck, file. Oh, deck, like, card deck. Yes. <laughs> you don't know what deck building is? <laughs> no, I just, that's why I said contractor <laughs> simulator. Like, I'm thinking, like, building a deck. I was like, what kind of stupid game are you just building a deck? <laughs> You say that's stupid, but I'm sure that exists. I have no doubt that it exists. There's a there's a game out there where you literally build a computer. Yeah, like, PC building simulator. PC building simulator. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> what did it take to run that? Do you think you need to build your own PC to run that game? <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, do you guys have any experience with Steam Workshop? Mm, no, not no. me. No, probably not. Other than the fact that it it's the messages on the UI harass me every single time I sign <laughs> into Steam. Yeah. There's Steam Workshop available for this game. Turn the dog into a pig. You I, 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 I don't the other way around. <laughs> but yeah, so Steam Workshop, one of the most successful things that I think Valve has ever added to Steam. Very cool feature. It is really cool. But Valve being Valve and Bethesda being Bethesda... <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't just make a cool feature and not reap the benefits of how popular it was. Here it comes. <laughs> so on April 24th, 2015, <laughs> Valve announced they would add the ability for mod creators to post their mods for sale on the Steam Workshop for a price and split the proceeds of the sale, the first game in the program being Skyrim. They really did go all out selecting this as their first implemented title to use this, like... Uh, they didn't want to like soft launch that and then yeah <laughs> it says but that's the this is from their official like page which is shockingly still up on the internet about wow. this they never took it down yeah it says Bethesda game studios has a history of providing strong support for user modifications in their games elder scrolls 5 skyrim has continued that tradition adding a comprehensive editor and integration with steam workshop back in 2012 there are now well over 24,000 free mods available via the Steam Workshop, adding everything from new soundscapes to epic multi-hour quests to tweaks that make the reflections on water better. With the launch Ooh. of paid mods in Skyrim, you can now support mod authors that are creating top-quality items and, and amazing new experiences for the game. And then they go on to explain the rules of how this works. A lot of you, these mods being better than that re-release that came out. You can try... <laughs> With boobs so big <laughs> in VR, you'll have to move your head all the way around to see the whole thing. Uh, you can try any mod, air quotes for those listening, risk-free mm -hmm. um, for 24 hours. And you can get a refund within 24 hours. Okay. Which a lot of people had a problem with, but yeah, yeah. I'll get to the problems in a minute. Free paid or pay what you want systems. Uh, there are 24,000 free mods available. They're counting those numbers again. You a lot of these things you named, by the way, they were already like available for free for years, basically. Weren't they? I'm, I'm getting to that. Okay, sorry. Um, and I'm sure there had to be repeats on there, too, even at launch. I don't remember. Yeah. So... You were allowed to post your mods for free still, but you were allowed to post them for a price, and you were allowed to also post them for, like, a pay-what-you-want thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. One cent. Zero. No. It, <laughs> it had, like, a drop-down, and you had to at least pay us. It's, like, mm. 25 cents to, like, $50 or something. 26 cents. Um, but that was, that was pretty much the entirety of their rules, which led to a lot of Kinda problems. It seemed like the Wild West, yeah. Here's a list of some paid mods real quick. We have... They added a sword. They added... Oh, whoa. <laughs> they added... To Skyrim? 
they added armor that would make you look like Gordon Freeman and a crowbar to the game. How about armor for your horse? That was... Anybody remember that? Uh, there, was, there wasn't a horse in Half-Life. They added, <laughs> they added three swords based on swords that characters in Dota 2 had. And then there were a couple other things. One was called, there the guy from Final Fantasy sword? No. <laughs> Yang. You know Dante? Dante? <laughs> there was... Link? There's a thing called I Need, which was a thing that made it so that you had to eat and sleep and drink, or you know that those survival aspects. Somebody modded That's those. That's all me, wow, baby. They, they, I they love made, this. They made that game less fun. <laughs> yeah. That was an immersion mod that was yeah. previously free. We've got rid of fast there's, travel. There's a thing in Skyrim. One of the mods is like you can do this thing where like weather affects you, and in that game, it's like ninety percent of the game is like you need a coat <laughs> because it's just cold everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, like you ever been like way in the north and you're swimming in the water, like dude, and you come out like I'm fine. Yeah. Well, like in those mods, it's like you will die if you jump in an ice lake. Like, um, Red Dead had some of that later, yeah. But yeah, that was that was a mod that was previously available on Nexus. They updated it to like version 2.0, and version 2.0 was only available through the paid mods. There was another mod called Wet and Cold by the same guy. I think that's what I'm talking about. That's the one you're talking yeah. about, the weather mod. You would like drip water. They, if you, they like, took your rapper swimming. name though for it. <laughs> what Wet and Cold? <laughs> um, that one was available for free, but a new version got posted, and you had to pay for it. There was another one called Midas Magic, which redid the magic in the game in some cool way and uh, that one costs money but these are all like five dollars each uh there was one called art of the catch which was a it's a dating simulator <laughs> it was a fish it was a fishing mini game yeah it worked was, so well in final fantasy 15 <laughs> so was made it was made for this Game. I'm gonna plug in that Dreamcast fishing the real controller. And one of the st- you know, one of the most controversial of all these mods, that fishing mini game. But we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I didn't see that in here. So. First of all, this is not the first instance of people getting paid for their creations on Steam. Like I said, TF2 had the workshop. Dota 2 had the workshop, and Dota 2 it was a lot more prevalent. Okay. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but like a competitive community. Some it, some so. guy who was a modder became friends with Justin Roiland, and then modded a Rick and Morty announcer pack yeah, into Dota yeah, 2. Yeah. And There's that a whole got lot accepted, and that guy became now. like a millionaire overnight. Damn, man. But this worked differently, right? There, It was like you would submit something, Valve would approve it. It was just a cosmetic item for those two games, pretty much. Yeah. And it would get approved, and then you would make money off of the sales of it or whatever. This was a little different. And this is where the discussion, I think, of this episode is going to come in, because I don't think that the paid mod thing is a bad idea. Inherently, no. no I was yeah. just thinking like, about that as you were saying. It's like, I'm thinking like, okay, guy spends 12 hours making a really good apple, yeah. and he puts it into the game as a mod. All right, man, maybe that guy should get paid yeah. you know, a little bit for his cool apple. I mean, you know? at this point, the intentions do sound good. I mean, you feel like the hearts were kind in the right place. They just completely <laughs> misread the logistics. Like, mm-hmm. Which I don't get what you said is that those were the only roles. This is... A, this is Valve. It's not like they weren't already dealing with some measure of this weird consumer thing with Steam already for years. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they've been working out that whole fucking weird deal yeah. forever with user-generated content. And then they just, like, completely dropped the ball on this. Modders put a lot of work into their creations. They deserve to be paid. But there were a couple problems with this system. And if you were one of the people out there that got angry when this got announced... 
I'll get into shitting on you in a second, but right now I'm gonna shit on Valve. Uh, <laughs> shit on everybody, yeah. Austin. If you're paying, if you're paying for content, here's Tear the thing. These walls. Here's the thing that inherently makes mods different from downloadable content. Okay. You can't. One's a scam. <laughs> you well, yes. You can't mod. You can't put downloadable content of everything into a video game, right? I can't put a download. I can't put DLC where the dragon turns into Thomas the Tank Engine because then I gotta talk. I'm making money off it, and I gotta talk to the guy that owns the rights to Thomas the Tank Engine to make sure he approves of my downloadable content. Which he no doubt would. But if I mod it in, <laughs> if I mod it in, if I turn the guy in GTA into Goku, <laughs> you know the people that made Dragon Ball Z are not gonna come after me because they're not gonna know about it. I'm not making any money off of it. <laughs> if I steal assets and animations from another game, don't ask, don't tell, dude. And put them into a, a like GTA. If I take assets from Skyrim and I put them in GTA, nobody's gonna care. Bethesda and Rockstar don't care. Yeah, because I'm not making money off of it. That'd be a good mashup. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this already in a different sense. That like Bethesda doesn't care that people are making money. Like that was my first thought. Like no, so they don't. They don't care that people don't make money. They no, don't no, care. I that, meant they don't make care. money. Like no, they care. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah they I was care. Saying, they, okay, because it's one thing to once money one, became into the equation, then they yeah, suddenly care. I was about to say it's one thing that the Thomas the Tank Engine the guy isn't getting paid for you using his asset in the game. <laughs> oh, this is it's a, it's another thing that you're modding this game and making money off of it. Like, yeah. But that seems kind of guys to be like, whoa, we'll do that oh, if they, there's money oh, involved. They, they're involved. Yeah. I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that is what makes modding cool, though. That there totally. are no yeah. rules. Yeah, exactly. You can, do, you can make it so that you're a dog in Grand Theft Auto. Like, <laughs> there are no rules yeah. to what I've you can... i videos. Yeah, they're hilarious. <laughs> the cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cell phone's arm bugs out. Yeah. There's no rules to it, and that's what makes modding so cool. Whenever a company's like, there's so many mods, if we could monetize this... It's like they're then they'll stop, they're stop going becoming, to have rules. Yeah. You can't do a nude... It, it stifles the creativity. You can't yeah. do a nude mod when you're sharing a cut of the money with Bethesda because Bethesda doesn't want their game to have nudity in it. As then, we've proven before Because that's fucking seven. DLC then and then they have to worry about their game with the ESRB and shit like that. Yeah. Like we saw in episode two about hot coffee. And you know? again later. And again later. Uh, yeah. yeah. Listen to all of it. Is that, is that episode seven? I the Oblivion seven, nude yeah. mod? Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing that differentiates modding from DLC is if I want to make a mod where I change some of the systems in Skyrim, I don't have to guarantee you when you download that mod that you won't have to re-download the entirety of Skyrim. Yeah. That putting that in the game won't just break everything. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Because I don't, you know, there's a non, there's a non-verbal, like, sort of unspoken agreement with modding where it's like, use yeah. it your own risk. Uh, yeah. yeah Always, you can yeah. break everything. But if I'm paying for it, yeah. and you corrupt my save that's file... How you know many yeah. times I had to delete Minecraft but, from well, that's, yeah. so that's, why, that's why it's, yeah. like, for testing, this is probably a way bigger ask than anybody would, like, imagine, because how do you even collaborate to find out which mods can't communicate properly with other mods? Like, like you mentioned, yes. like... Minecraft and Skyrim, a lot of people, they're, they're not downloading one mod, they're downloading like a hundred and then like... Oh, I was minimum if played Skyrim and Minecraft yeah. with like, you know, 10, 20 exactly. mods. Like, this on, one yeah. should work, but as soon as it's mixed with this other, other like, system crash... Yeah, like, testing yeah. this is impossible because you have to test it with... Yeah. You have to test it with the entirety of Skyrim, which is a giant game. Yeah. And then you have to test it with other mods. That game barely works by it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See how see how single digit the frame rates yeah. can, can get. Um, problem number two: 
there is no way with modding to verify that the person making the money made the mod. Yeah. Because all you're doing is posting files. Yeah. You're essentially posting code. And there's no way to verify. And, and the people don't have copyright on the code that they write for mods, but they still care if they're... If they wrote a bunch of code and you steal it and sell it, yeah, this is this hard to prove as it turns out yes. as well. Yeah, like, uh, and the third well, problem is this is less of a problem and more of just we'll get to this later, way later in the story. But things what? need to be priced accordingly. Oh, you yeah. know, it's like you said, like if somebody adds a new apple to the game and you think that the the apple is worth it. What's that worth? You gonna pay five dollars for a new Apple texture in your game? No, four ninety nine, and then every year it'll go up two hundred dollars, <laughs> and then it'll break every t- every t- two years. Yeah, that's an Apple joke. I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, you know, if, if somebody adds a new campaign that's basically like a full new video game, sure, pay ten dollars for that, pay twenty dollars for that, yeah. whatever. But like, if you're like, I made the uh, I made the bow look like the bow that Hawkeye uses in Avengers. Forty dollars. Yeah, can you He's like can, fuck off? I uh, wonder what's the highest you can charge, and can you organize that? Oh god, list of it was. Like, I don't know what the options were because I found one video of a guy going through the system when it was up. Oh man! But the problem was he was German. Okay. No, Swedish. I think he was Swedish. Okay. Because the the prices were in kroner, Uh-oh. not U.S. dollars. <laughs> okay. So I don't. I want to say. It translates I to? want to say that the most you could charge was fifty bucks. Okay, that's still I think, or maybe a hundred. But yeah, again, geez. I don't, I don't know what the exchange rate of kroner to the U.S. dollar was in 2015. So I don't. That's I think like, it's it's more. like, do you remember when I apps when apps came out on the Apple Store that you could just charge the max price and people would like make it was just like a background for your phone that was like a hundred. Oh, it was a hundred. Yeah. It was a hundred dollars because we'll get to that in a okay, second. Yeah, you just reminded yeah. me. Um, but. This obviously infuriated people, and for a couple good reasons and a couple bad reasons, a lot of people believe that modding should always be free. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to give the company a cut. It's like, I personally... You can't charge for it. I personally went to school with somebody who worked on a crazy big Skyrim mod. Didn't it get nominated or win the Game it Award? It won the it, Game Award yeah, that, for like best user created content and yeah. he now works for I believe uh, I don't know which gaming company I won't say but a, a gaming company. Mm. Well that worked out for him because yes. like, like otherwise there aren't a lot of incentive you're not incentivized that much to really modding put really so much like, hard work into yeah. these. Yeah like people can make money off modding sure gamble. but like people do it because they want to. Yeah. yeah. It's like the same thing about like it's fans. You know, the people that the the guy that made VLC is not a millionaire. He did it because companies are bad at making things that play videos and audio files, so yeah. he did it because he wanted a better one. A lot of a lot of those small like tech companies that are crazy big that are just like generally like quality of life improvement programs are always made by people who are just like, You guys suck at this. Yeah. yeah. But you're right about the whole doing it as a labor of love thing. Yeah. Because that's why mods are usually so good, is because I'm, they're made by fans. Yeah, I mentioned you know I mean? rock band earlier. There's so many people like me that's also that felt so dejected with four that they're just stuck with three and just endlessly made new content for that. Yeah. And keep that alive. Like Because you know, like you're making unsanctioned DLC at that point, essentially. When yeah. you're paying for it, like it has to be approved. People can get refunds on it. You can break other things and then you have to worry about that. You have to pay a cut of it to the company that made the game. It's like and, and there's a lot of rules you have to follow. And the thing about modding is that there are no rules. If there's if these rules were around, if Counter Strike yeah. was a paid mod instead of Valve buying it and turning it into its own product, 
they wouldn't have been able to make Counter-Strike because there would have been rules as to what they could do to the game. And one of those rules probably would have been like, hey, it's a different game. It's multiplayer I a, now. I have a weird Thankfully, question. Thankfully, gaming wasn't as horribly capitalized in the <laughs> late 90s. I have a weird question, by the way. Was Skyrim a game that was continuously being updated still officially by them with yes. downloadable content as well? Mm-hmm. Okay, like stuff that the developers were actually making to sell, like microtransaction-wise? DLC, no. uh, I think DLC had stopped at this point. Oh, okay. But there were know. still patches. I know they had their big expansions. There were but... still patches coming out. Okay. There's only like three official DLCs for Skyrim, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah but I just didn't know if there were little piecemeal ones. No. Oblivion had some of that. And that's yeah, it. Oblivion had a bunch of those. Yeah. Little tiny things. That's what I was but wondering. You, you know, you get into situations where people... Armor. Yeah. You know, where people, <laughs> exactly. where people make mods to make Skyrim look way better, and then they release the special edition, which has updated graphics that look worse than the mods make it look. Yeah. <laughs> because it has to work on consoles. But here's the biggest problem, and we'll get back to what Chris was saying about Bethesda having a problem with this. But that, oh, Bethesda didn't have a problem with this because Valve and Bethesda took a total of 75% of all sales. Okay, mm. so Bethesda did take some. That, okay, Bethesda that took sense. most. I can't find the split of the that, split between that, but I'm assuming that it was, probably, it was probably like 25-50. Like yeah. Bethesda probably took half of all the money people made selling mods. But that that doesn't leave a lot to the mod creators. Yeah, so if you sell a sword for a dollar, you make a quarter, Mm -hmm. which isn't bad if you sell a billion swords. Yeah, but it is a little low considering. Like, people made decent money making Dota 2 and TF2 stuff, but that was also because you couldn't go download that stuff for free. Yeah. And there were probably people offering that dollar sword for free with donations before this anyway, and and would be getting more money. You're never going to make a product that's like cool enough that somebody's going to add it to your game in the same way they can add another product that's free like yeah and lastly there was no system in place to verify that people weren't stealing mods there was one mod posted i mentioned earlier the fishing game mod oh no this wasn't the one no was posted on day one by the way day one when this launched that that list of mods i read that was all available right away so was that approved beforehand yeah valve had been working behind the scenes with people and one of the people they were working behind the scenes with with the crew as a criminal was here's the thing not a criminal well because people people in the modding community do this all the time right yeah they take other half pieces of other people's mods. it's all open source it's fine yeah but the, once the distribution format he changes, sto- he yeah. stole assets and animations from another mod to make that mod, which was already available for free. But he's like, new version, yeah. it costs money now. And the guy who made the other mod he stole the shit from was like, hey, dude, not right. cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can take my animations when it's all free and, and we're do- all part of this and community. And he doesn't but have you- any little litigation at all. Yeah, like, you can't yeah, fucking like take yeah, there's nothing my- he has nothing yeah. to stand yeah. on. Like like- he, has no- he has no copyright over the internet. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. But so, still... So this is just chaos, pretty much. But still, this caused a whole lot of backlash, yeah. and Valve removed those two mods like a day after this program launched. Yeah. Two days before it shut down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, petitions were signed... A lot of people, here's a big I thing. I remember this. That, yeah. This is the thing that angered the community most of all, was that a lot of people started pulling their free mods off of stuff like Nexus because they didn't want it to be yeah. reposted and sold right. yeah. as somebody else's stuff. You have to DM uh, people on forums for this Why would you have it for free on Nexus when you can make a buck over here? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. 
but no, but they weren't pulling them off the free. So some people. No, were, it wasn't. Well, maybe some people some did that. Some people but, were pulling them off and posting them to be paid. Yeah, and they didn't want gotcha. it free. They were just mostly it, pulling them off so people didn't steal them. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. they they made stuff for free and they didn't want other people selling their shit yeah. like when that was never designed to be. Paid um, for. the Steam discussion forums on Skyrim blew the fuck up, and yeah. Valve responded. By just denying everybody access to the discussion boards. They just shut them down. Yeah. Great response there, Gaben. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but obviously, who saw this coming? That just made people angrier. <laughs> they literally like, like, why do they think that would work? Especially there. I turned but... the lights off. The best thing to come out of this, though, there were a lot of people that were posting just dumb mods. I got. I gotta like hear some of these. On this <laughs> no. No, 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 no. That's a beautiful. Here's, mod. here's the thing. So the way this system worked, I forgot to mention this earlier. It was similar to the Dota 2 thing, although not really. It was like you post your mod instantly; it would go up on the workshop, but nobody could download it yet because Valve had to approve it. They had to make sure there was nothing vulgar and nothing copywritten in it, essentially. So no fun. They weren't testing it, but they were checking to make sure they weren't gonna, you know, there's no gonna be no backlash. So like people could see the stuff that was coming paid on the uh, on the workshop, but it took about a week, according to Valve, for that stuff to actually be, go up paid. And as we will learn in a little bit, this thing wasn't around in a week. So uh, we nothing. None of these were sold, but these were the things that were pitched to be sold. Yeah, I actually I didn't look at this list, but I okay. saw that it was on here, and I just wanted to hear. Okay, I wanted so to know what some of these were. This mod is called Extra Apple, uh, and it says <laughs> change Apple list. Apples now stand. The price has increased. That's it. Price thirty dollars. <laughs> Um, so wait, what? What does that do? There's just people trying, <laughs> just being goons. Okay, all right, I got, I like, I like okay, that. so there was, there was a the mod I mentioned earlier was called the Lambda Locator mod. That was the thing that made you look like Gordon Freeman. Yeah. Sick. But that mod added a quest that was like Half Life themed that you had to do to get those that In armor. Skyrim? Okay. Which is uh, neat. Somebody else made a mod where if you downloaded this mod and that mod. It, this one would just let you kill the NPC that gave you the armor. <laughs> that was it. Because people didn't like them, I guess. Uh, that one was 25 cents. The 99 cent one just says Gaben's Fork. And it was just a fork in the game. It just said Gaben's Fork. <laughs> Some reference there, I guess. I don't get Beautiful Man Shield. It was a shield that just had this picture on it, which was the guy that created it. <laughs> That was a dollar. That'll have to be in the thumbnail somewhere. Uh, Ultra realistic HD blur smooth golden water premium fixed mod for two forty nine replaces all the water in the game with piss. Um, uh, Rubbish. Rubbish two forty nine. Add six new items to the bannered mare, which is like the main pub in the game, and scattering them in an equally pointless fashion. There was a bloody rag, a soul gem shard, a plate, a burned book, a fork, and an empty bottle of drugs. Skooma. The, the drugs. Scattering. They're just randomly. They're just randomly on the floor whenever you load into the. Um, what the fuck is that? Fifty gigs. Yeah. <laughs> that was like I said, two dollars and fifty cents. We have the sword. 
The description <laughs> reads, this sword is being released in early access and will invoke a Kickstarter to improve the sword. If you're really looking <laughs> forward to this sword, we will also have a Patreon set up soon for you to donate to. And it's just a picture that says, Kickstarter early access, the sword season pass, day one DLC. <laughs> Something awful, awful Nick, that? Like, yeah. This is definitely a prankster. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, more mods. The golden potato mod, $10. Turns all the potatoes gold. <laughs> that has to be set at the max price. Microtransactions was a $50 mod <laughs> that just uh, made it so that you could just flat out buy every item in the game with a fake currency. You would get fake dollars as opposed to the gold you earned in Skyrim. <laughs> and then you could use that to bring up a menu and just buy any item you needed with your fake money. Um, Instead of finding it. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, That's also a target sheet. Yeah. Main menu replace replacement. This just replaced the main menu with something that just said exploitation and had a bunch of spinning uh, dollar signs. <laughs> it's like um, dead candy. It's a little on the nose. Here's a $100 mod uh, Epic Helgen Bear Overhaul. It made this small bear cub into uh, like a hundred times their size and turned it into a boss. You could just do that with console commands. I know. Yeah. There was this one called a fish companion, which was just a fish strapped to a like a set of like weird robot legs. I think I've actually seen this. The one from Futurama. Yeah. Reverse scuba suit. <laughs> it's got like the, like the raptor. And then there's this one, which I don't see any information on here, but it just says Gaben's Genitals HD Resolution $100. <laughs> <laughs> HD Resolution. Like they actually had a reference picture. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't even fucking make this game. What do you. <laughs> high resolution horse genitals, $100. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there who were... knows? You could get that for sixty dollars if you bought Red Dead Two a few years later. <laughs> yeah, but um, nobody posted any serious mods. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, you told me that HD River Piss or whatever it was <laughs> a serious mod. Hold on, I gotta find what that was called. Ultra realistic HD blur smooth golden water premium fix. <laughs> So many adjectives. <laughs> That's definitely a mod joke. Yeah. Like that. But um. yeah, like, uh, I think Valve didn't have the worst idea here. But the problem was you had a combination of people memeing the shit out of it and people mm. just very angry about it. Yeah. And that's like they go I, hand in hand, really. I think if people weren't as angry about this and weren't just shitting on Valve constantly, they probably wouldn't have taken it down, and we'd probably get to a point now where like it would have smoothed out, right? And people would have been able to post really cool mods for price and make some money, but like no, it was backpedaling time. <laughs> yeah, then there'd oh. be smooth HD texture, one thousand K Cum River. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. The outcry was so bad that Valve had to end the program just three days later on April 27th, 2015, with the following statement. We're going to remove the payment feature from the Skyrim workshop. For anyone who spent money on a mod, we will be refunding you the complete amount. Uh, We talked to the team at Bethesda, and they are in agreement. We've done this because it's clear we didn't understand exactly what we were doing. We've been shipping many features over years aimed at allowing community creators to receive a share of rewards. And in the past, they've been received well. It's obviously not... It's obviously na- obvious now that the case is different. Uh, 
To help you understand why we thought this was a good idea, our main goals were to allow mod makers the opportunity to work on their mods full-time if they wanted to, and to encourage developers to provide better support to mod communities. We thought this would result in better mods for everyone, hmm. both free and paid. We wanted more great mods to become great products, things like Dota, Counter-Strike, DayZ, Killing Floor, and we wanted that to happen organically for any mod maker who wanted to take a shot at it. But we underestimated the differences between our previously successful revenue sharing models and the addition of paid mods to Skyrim's workshop. We understand our own games communities pretty well, but stepping into an established years old modding community in Skyrim was probably not the right place to start iterating. No. We think this made us miss the mark pretty badly, even though we believe there's a useful feature somewhere here. <laughs> now that you've backed a dump truck, dump truck of feedback into our inboxes, we'll begin chewing through that. But if you have any further thoughts, let us know. It's a cheeky ending there. I mean, it, I gotta say, it, it does read kind of honest. Like, yeah, it does. Like, it's like, we fucked up. Yeah. I was gonna say, I thought the first line, we were like, the reason we ended this was, and it was just gonna be a picture of like a sword with Gabe Newell's genitals <laughs> as the sword blade. Yeah, I wish that was just the response. <laughs> this just is why JPEG. we ended it. Yeah. <laughs> I, bet this guy, I bet this thing probably costed them like some... I wonder how much. It's resources. a shame because nothing. it's not it a bad idea. Well, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Like inherently, the problem with the internet and everybody just getting angry all the time is that like they they were mad because they didn't want people posting mods that they were originally getting for free for money. They that was the they reason. They didn't want that, no intervention. They didn't want people making money, and I agree that like the share should have been better for the modders. All the <clears> stuff they brought up was valid because they had valid points, but in the end of the day. People are like, wait, something that's free used to needs to now cost fifty cents so that some guy can feed himself. Yeah, bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like that's yeah. that's what it was. Gamers are a prickly bunch. Yes, <laughs> but this marks the uh, the end of Valve's foray into paid modding, but not the end of our story because Bethesda is not quite done. They were still smelling the green. Yep. So. At E3 2017, a little over two years later, I remember this. Bethesda came out and announced something called the Creation Club, which was their version of paid mods for Skyrim and for Fallout 4. Move over, guys, it's our turn. Yes. This would be better in a number of ways, according to Bethesda. Now there's just HD uh, 1000K Todd Howard's genitals instead. <laughs> <laughs> He supplied his own picture. <laughs> yeah. So, the thing was, uh, Bethesda would be involved in the entire process, and they would help with QA and compatibility checking so that mods wouldn't crash games. I mean, that's good. Creators would be paid by Bethesda, like contractors, to work on these mods. They would not be paid a share of every uh, item sold. Okay. Also, this would work on consoles, which would allow certain mods to come to PS4 and Xbox One. I remember that. Yeah. And those original launch title <laughs> mods you mentioned are some of the highest downloaded and most accessible on Xbox One. So here's yeah. the thing. This made people angry because they don't like paid mods. Uh, the reveal video for it got a bunch of dislikes, and I found hours. I could watch angry YouTube rants about this for the rest of my life. How many of them were racist? <laughs> Most of them, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired I of this paid program. And speaking of Zion... <laughs> whoa. whoa. Like, whoa. You'd, be, you'd be surprised. Or no, I guess he wouldn't be. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But, 
Yeah, Bethesda came out and said, like, you're wrong. This is going to be cool. Like, whenever anybody co- confronted yeah, they, them they about it. They stuck to their ground. They, they stuck to their guns. They're like, no, we think this is going to be neat. Um, Trust us. We're the guys to put Skyrim on the Wii U. <laughs> Wait, no, that's sweet. Oh, <laughs> One um, platform and saw it on. I feel like an idiot. So how did this go? Okay. I guess. All right. Well, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So it was never taken down. You can still use it. Although, from what I can tell, not a lot of people do. And there's a reason for that. I found a lot of videos of creators who work with this program actually having a lot of positive things to say about it. Okay. I mean, they're getting paid to create new skins. And they're comfortable with the split and stuff. New, like, Pip-Boy skins. and Yeah, I mean, they're not getting a split. That's the thing. They're getting paid hundreds to thousands of dollars to just oh, create geez. some mods okay. like this. Right. And then, well, I, like, yeah, I knew. Sorry, I knew it wasn't, like, per thing sold. I just didn't know if what they're... Kind of, the, what they're they were communicating with. It kind of seems like it's open-source exactly. DLC. So, yes, But it it's, is. like, paid... <clears throat> Open source DLC. Yes. You know yeah. I mean? So here's the thing. The way this works, I'll explain this, is the Creation Club was around before it became paid. The Creation Club was the Bethesda launchers version of Steam Workshop. It's the 70s, dude. Just a group of guys with good ideas. Sorry. Uh, but, but they <coughs> uh, they they had free mods on here as well. Okay. Um, because they had a thing called the Creation Kit, which were the modding tools for Skyrim, and anything you submit to the Steam Workshop needed to be submitted through the Creation Kit. And the consoles so, were cool with selling free stuff too. I know, for, like for a while. Yeah, I, I don't want to jump ahead in the story, but everything I've ever played on the console for ModWise has been free. Yeah. So is there just a separate paid yes. version? Okay. <clears throat> so. Everything, basically everything that got posted to the Steam Workshop through the Creation Kit would also get posted here, and some of them would be paid. But the thing was, like Chris said, this is just open source DLC, essentially. Yeah. Like, the things that they offered were skins, new <clears throat> weapons, new NPCs, maybe, maybe a couple quest lines here and there. There was nothing like, hey, we made it so that it rains and you have to get, like, a coat or you'll get a cold or whatever like things like that like you know like there's no thomas the tank engine coming through on the creation club (laughs) like nothing it's all approved by bethesda the goofy mods is kind of i think they should stay free for the most part that kind of (laughs) i kind of like that actually yeah uh, obviously, there's once a whole you get bunch paying, of licensing. Once you pay for it, the gag's kind of long. Yeah, exactly. I would never... Yeah, the funny <laughs> no, thing but is the, that it is free. At the same time, like those giant mods that add like, multi-hour quest lines, yeah. those weren't a part of this either. Oh, okay. Which is so it strange, because that should be. That should this was be literally like yeah. if Overwatch was like, hey, we're adding modding, but work. you can only add skins. Yeah. And we'll pay you $100, and then we're going to put it in the loot box for the next event. Like That's what this was. Okay. Yeah. Which is like... It worked out. People made money off it. That's cool. But again, this is not what makes modding cool. Like, yeah. If modding was it's just still adding cosmetic stuff, then right. it wouldn't it wouldn't be what it is. Um, yeah, like there is some some the cosmetic stuff is obviously cool. Like it's a part of it, but, but it's I'd just say a very of, thin slice. Out of the mods that I've downloaded in video games, such a marginal percentage has been for cosmetics. It's mostly mechanical and ways yeah. to use the game's already existing mechanics to play the game in some different in way. In different way, yeah. That's it feel what fresh makes it fun. UI stuff, yeah. too. Yeah. There were a couple issues here and there. Some mods accidentally broke scripting that they didn't catch. 
That'll uh, happen, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. and then they... Well, to reiterate this joke again, most of their game broke scripting because <laughs> they didn't catch. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing that I think angered a lot more people. In order for this system to work on consoles, the way DLC works on consoles, every <clears throat> mod submitted to this paid program would need to be downloaded on everyone's consoles, even if they never bought it, just so that it could be available for them to buy. Oh, just for compatibility so ev- Yeah, so for every, every time <clears throat> they added something to this, the game file size got bigger on Xbox One and PS4. Oh, shit. Even Ooh. if you weren't being a part of this program. Because, you know, those consoles at that time just full of unused spa- hard drive space. Yeah. Like- the 500 gig hard drive for the Xbox One is a robbery. Yeah. It's purely to get yeah. people to buy extra. Could you, could you play these multiplayer think- as well? Because, I mean, that's another reason why you'd need other everyone to own everything. No. no. That's well. Fallout. Well, and Skyrim. I didn't know if there was, like, any sort of... No. Yeah. No, because there's mods for multiplayer in those games, but those aren't part of this. I wish we had hundreds of thousands of fans. Okay, I'm going to say this for the future, that if we ever do have that many fans, (laughs) somebody build a full overhaul wet in the Skyrim engine, please. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) I'll be all set. But the, the honestly, the biggest problem that I could find with this program is that the mods in it were just bad, kind of stupid. It was new skins, Just boring or? new items, but they, the but they were all cosmetic. The only gameplay changes were like Fallout mods that made it so you could build like more stuff in like the base building part of Fallout Four. No new giant <coughs> campaigns, no UI fixes or survival add-ons that made it a harder game. Or right, and of course no Thomas the Tank Engine or Tim Allen mods to be seen anywhere. It took it took like people weren't as angry about it. It's still around, but that's just because it was so inoffensive. Like it took yeah. modding this really cool PC feature. Like one of the best reasons to get into PC gaming over console gaming's tried to bring it to consoles, and in doing that, just made it into user-created DLC. It is a shame this, this like, support was a little weak, just because, I mean, the lack of the license stuff alone, but, like, it doesn't sound like any new uh, Counter-Strikes or anything were going to appear out of this. Yeah, and to go through a couple of the, the, the mods you could get, we have, like, new swords, new sets of armor. Here's, like, a quest line. That one was, like, $15, but I looked it up, and it was, That's like, a, it was like four quests or something like that. Yeah. There's like new creatures, new jewelry, uh, new bow and arrows and stuff for Skyrim. And a then lot of shoulder shrugging. On the Fallout me. side, yeah. you have like new armor. He has like Bethesda created armor. So like Bethesda added their own DLC to this. So they had, you could become Doom Guy in Fallout 4. They made like a. It's cool, but only if it plays like Doom. They made like a joke <laughs> thing where you like, you could get horse armor for your guy. Cute. You could look like the you could look like the guy in Prey. Which one? Two thousand six or no, the new one. No, who cares? Um, you could you could get the helmet, That's the not famous Tommy. the famous Skyrim helmet with the you know the horns on it. You know the one from the cover of the game. I don't know what you're talking. Isn't about. that in the no, game though? That's just yeah. an iron helmet. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. The one on the cover. Yeah. The guy screaming. I could have swore it's just an iron helmet. No, might be right. Maybe. Yeah. New backpacks. Power armor skins. Um, oh, you meant in Fallout. Yeah, in Fallout. Oh, duh, yeah. that makes more sense. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, thought you just knew is, something we didn't. This is all Fallout. You could change the breed of dog, of the dog in the game. Chihuahua. <laughs> Tactical Chihuahua. He's already a cute German Shepherd. 
Yeah, they're like Huskies, Pit Bulls, oh, okay. Rottweilers. Yeah. Uh, those were like $2 a piece. Uh, you could change, you could put camo on your Pip Boy. You could change the paint job of your armor. You could change the paint job of the power armor and your weapons. You could get new weapons. There was a tunnel snake themed quest <laughs> that somebody made. Unless that's free, that's defeating. I don't like yeah. that. Yeah. And then like collections of things. That was it. All right. Yeah. What if the tunnel snake's website still alive? <laughs> but yeah, that's where our story comes to a close. There, I found a lot of rumors <laughs> of Valve bringing back paid DLC for new games, but it never happened. Okay. I think they're smarter than that now. Yeah. They have enough money. You don't think Starfield or... Uh, no. Elder Scrolls 6. Um, cool. Just an update. It's still alive. It's still just a Pip-Boy with the Tuesday's Rule <laughs> video. <laughs> well, at least I can sleep easy tonight knowing that still. And it's adapted well for mobile, in case you're curious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted to go over this because the I think the, the idea of people trying to monetize modding is a real interesting one yeah for sure because it's impossible and companies don't realize yeah. it's impossible you can't every time you add ask. rules to modding you take away the one thing about modding that's cool which is that there are no rules <laughs> it's like fortune oh god is that how we destroy fortune yeah. somebody just buy them yeah. somebody just like <laughs> who wants to buy that i don't know that'd be like a good experiment though yeah, it like, would be. get like a bunch of people together and buy it then be like corporatize it and then they'll just <laughs> go away isn't that kind of like reddit a little bit <laughs> yeah a little bit on the one hand i think people should have a way to make money by adding such cool stuff to games but unfortunately that payment requires intervention from the company who makes the game who has a list of rules people have to follow which means that people can't add cool stuff yeah. Yeah. So that is our story. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, this. It. This is. This has been interesting to me because this has always been a little bit of a black mark on my internal collection of game knowledge. Yeah. I've. I like. I remember when this was going on specifically, but you know, like it's to have better insight into what everybody was. So angry. They were angry so because angry people wanted them to pay more money. Yeah. yeah. A little little Usually hot button tip for you: if you're running out of time, you don't want to catch up. People don't want yeah. to pay for things, and companies want people to pay for things. That's the problem with most video game controversies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when's the next? Uh, when's Valve gonna try again with a with a new mod that's gonna become a game? Or are they done? Don't they don't make games right. anymore. They yeah. did. Yeah. I'm sure they'll monetize auto chess. Yeah. <laughs> Just did it like two weeks ago. Uh, never mind. <laughs> also, for those of you out there that love Valve. Time to shit on you, too. They suck at making video games. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. They made two good ones. The rest of them were made by other people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then they made Artifact, and it blew. <laughs> so, the, all of you out there that won Half-Life 3, you better hope it doesn't happen, because it's not going to be good. Yeah, I don't ever want that to happen. All the, yeah. <laughs> all those people are dead. They're not dead. They yeah. just have Jesus different Christ. jobs. Yeah. <laughs> nope, long gone. <laughs> All right, and with that, does somebody else want to do the plugs? You want me to do the plugs? You usually got it down to a T, unless yeah. you. Want. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> I gotta remember. I, I don't feel like you've been speaking enough today, so. Do you want me to do My it? My voice is tired. No, I'll do it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, if you liked what you heard, we have tons of other episodes. Some you in, can, about similar things, some about not similar things. Yeah, at there's all. there's like three of them that are like directly almost related to this, so. <laughs> 
We got some ups and downs. This is not our first Elder Scrolls modding episode. Uh, yeah. You can check them out uh, on our website, hotbuttoncast.com. Do it. You can also, from there, we have links to how to subscribe to us on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play. Leave we a have, review. We have our YouTube. We have our Twitter, our Instagram, Facebook, yeah. at Hot Button Casts. Look out for our mods that uh, of our genitalia. Yeah, I'm going to mod my yeah. genitalia in the Skyrim soon. So you can I'm keep a look out that, for that. Dude. I've been thinking about that. <laughs> Uh, like like Chris said, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, that helps a lot. And we got some cool stuff coming to the future. Yeah. We're going to diversify a little bit. On this yeah, we got, oh, some yeah. we got um, some stuff. Let's, we got let's some keep ideas sneaking, coming. Some sneaky yeah. secret. Uh, you'll see what those are in the coming months. But um, yeah, keep to our socials for more information yeah, on yeah. those. And that is it. it. Jason, hit that stop button. Uh-huh. <laughs>